What does it feel like to make the choice to invest in brand photography for yourself? An entire photo session devoted just to you and what you're bringing to the world. And how is it when you get your photos back? How does that feel? What is the process like? What do, what do we do when we immediately go to criticism of ourselves? This next episode is such a treat because a client of mine who I took brand photos of a few months ago is a therapist and she had a pretty standard experience when it comes to choosing to invest in yourself like this and seeing photos of yourself. But through her therapist lens, she was able to break down a lot of the feelings that she had around it and a lot of what she wanted to do with the photos and what they meant to her. And in this episode, we go into all of that, as well as what it is like to bring our more authentic selves online, literally and figuratively. I think you are really going to get a lot out of this podcast, especially if you are considering a brand shoot yourself or any type of photo shoot that is honoring who you are, your essence, and where you are on your journey. Enjoy. Welcome to the Create Beautifully podcast, where the potential in me honors the potential in you. If you're wondering if you can really change and truly find and live your purpose, then I invite you to let me be your accountability partner and for you to be mine. And together, we can explore with curiosity and humor what it is to create beautifully in every area of our lives and to take action to make that happen. Druvy, hi. Hi. I'm happy um, to be here today. I am so happy for you to be here. Um, so just to give a little background to the listeners. So uh, you came to me for a brand photo shoot, which we did. I'm looking at my calendar. When did we shoot? I think a couple it was months ago. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a couple months ago, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and we, yeah, we did a brand shoot because you're a therapist. Why don't you say a little bit about what you do? Because I think that's going to be so, I think that's just so informative for the conversation that we're going to have today about your experience with a brand shoot. So yeah. So explain what you do a little bit. All right. Well, I have been in private practice for many years, um, mostly in New York city. And then I came here a few years ago as a therapist, correct? Uh, yeah. As a psychologist. <laughs> yeah. There we and go. With individuals and couples, um, for a range of issues, but kind of my wheelhouse is, you know, anxiety, stress management, life transitions, relationships, mm. and cultural issues. Um, and I love what I do and I, I hope to keep doing it for a really long time, but I've also been really curious and interested in branching out in some other ways professionally. And those have included like just personally and professionally taking more of a role in like social issues in the community. Um, as well as perhaps having some course offerings to have a greater reach to people and, you know, who might not typically access therapy or are nervous about therapy. And so I just thought it would be good. I mean, I needed to do some new photos anyway. Mm -hmm. I never really thought about doing a, a whole brand photo shoot. I wasn't even completely sure what it was. Um, mm. So I sat with it for a while. And then like after speaking with you, it just felt right and decided to take the dive. Yes. 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 Okay. So I think 
One of the things that I love about your perspective on this is that you're a therapist, so you have a lot of insight to our feelings, our human behavior, you know, and you also seem extremely, you know, uh, you have an ability to reflect on your own experience and process it. And so, you know, afterward, I'll just, if you don't mind, and tell everyone about this email that you sent me. Um, So you came to me like a lot of people come to me, which is like, I need brand photos. I feel kind of uncomfortable taking them. I'm not so great in front of a camera. I feel very awkward, which is literally out of all the women that I've taken photos of, there was one who felt comfortable and she's an on-camera confidence coach. So (laughs) it's her job. Like we would have, there'd be a serious like disconnect if she felt uncomfortable in front of the camera. Everyone else is like, either I don't feel comfortable or I don't like photos of myself, which I think they're they're intertwined those two things. Yeah. Um, and then, and, and, you know, I understand the experience about when you get them back, you get these photos back. Right. And a lot of times, most times women have a great experience at the shoot. They find Mm -hmm. a place to get comfortable. We'll, we'll talk about that. And, um, you know, we have fun and it's good. And then they get them back and they're like, Oh my God, it's me. It's my face. It's the things that I, don't like about myself or, you know, or whatever it is. And, um, you'd sent me this email and I was just going to paraphrase some of it because it was after this email where I was like, please come and talk on my podcast. So many need to hear this, you know, you said one that it was very interesting. It was interesting is the word that you used and that you felt like you could write an essay. And I was like, well, that's, we need to chat. You talked about some of just your early childhood insecurities, just based on how you are as you say, you know, a brown immigrant kid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for people who are just listening, they won't know that, but, you know, um, that's what you look like. And yeah. you mentioned your wild, unruly hair. I am learning how many people have a thing with hair, with their own hair. Yeah. It's yeah. fascinating what hair, what we make our hair mean. Um and, you know, just being brown and you said as a teenager and adult, uh, you were never, ver- this is, this is, this is a key right here that I've heard from a lot of people. You write, I have never been particularly critical of myself or how I look and yet photos make me feel so uncomfortable, both taking at them and looking at them. I have a friend who we were talking as I was creating um, Lens of Love, which I've talked about on here and I've now had like the first session of. And she was like, she was like, look, I've done all this. I've done this work. Like I feel grounded in who I am. Yeah. I I know how to process emotions. I understand when I'm being triggered. I like, I trust myself more than I ever have. I just, I, you know, I can feel beautiful walking through the world and then I see a photo and it's like a whole different experience. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so when you wrote, I was like, oh man, like there is something about, I don't know, I'm curious about because we don't see our own faces very much. You know, yeah. we just kind of whatever it is. I don't know if you want to, uh, I mean, there's a lot more of your, I'll sum it up real quick. Okay. So you said that um, when you first looked, you did find yourself critiquing yourself a lot, your expressions, your stances, your outfit choices, decisions, all the things. You said then you let it sit and then you came back to it and you found yourself liking more 
than you did after the initial, I'm going to say shock. <laughs> I feel like people are like, ah, it's my face. Um, and then I love this piece. I love that you brought in your husband. I love that you brought in like a witness, an outside witness to you, to who you are, someone who knows you and loves you. Um, and he helped you. And you said he selected even more. Um, I'm really excited to get into what how, what that was like. Um, I'll kind of leave that for a little bit. And then you just said the whole process, you said it was more joyous and fun than you imagined. Yeah. Um, and uh, let's see. I'm kind of reading reading through the rest of it and see if any of it needs to like be I don't think so. I mean, I think just kind of the process you were saying, if you know, if we just want to start talking through like just the process of taking photos, looking at the photos and then and what that was for you. And because I think this is going to be massively Yeah. yeah. I mean, helpful you know, for so many women. I tend to be someone so who I typically talk really a lot when we first start very seriously. <laughs> There is a lot of serious things going on. You know, there are a lot of things that are serious in the world and, um, you know, and it's always interesting when I find myself being critical and it's usually just in that internal kind of voice. And I went into this, I had put a lot of forethought before, like, this is something I want to invest in. What does it mean to invest in this way in myself? Like, do I really need a lot of pictures? Like I need that one. But then I kept remembering to like past like headshots or other photo experiences where like you're looking at a camera and they're intentionally taking a photo of you. Yes. Remember this one time where like my mouth started twitching from having that frozen smile for so long. Yes. (laughs) Um, um, Anyway, just felt like, you know what? Like why not? Right. I invest in Mm -hmm. so many other things around work, experiences I care about, why not invest in myself? And, you know, we had that introductory call that felt really like easy. Um, And so I walked into the shoot a few days before the shoot. I was kind of like, oh my God, what am I going to do? What am I going to wear? How will I, you know? And um, some of it was very last minute. Um, yeah. But to be fair, yeah. I kind of operate like that a little bit. Like I'm sure, like I'm such like a, yeah, it's going to be great. Like we'll wing it that I, that some of it, I'm like, we'll just figure it out yeah. in the, no, in the moment. I mean, and that's kind of my <laughs> MO too. Um, and then, you know, I got there and like, it definitely helped. Like you're just so relaxed, low key, easy to, to kind of talk to and, I was telling my husband afterwards, I didn't really know her at all, but I felt like I was hanging out with a friend the whole time, you know? Yeah. Um, And so like the time passed quickly. I couldn't believe so many pictures were being taken. And I felt like I was just having conversations and laughing a lot. Mm. Um, And I mean, I remember there were a couple of moments where I was just like, you know, where you have to do the like fake laugh, but it's kind of a real laugh. Yeah. (laughs) That's because you're just, it all feels kind of fun and silly, like to laugh yes. so much. Yes. Um, and um, yeah, so I walked out of that feeling like, well, that was kind of fun. I would do that again. Yeah. Uh, and that's not how I usually walk out of having any photos taken. Yes. I think when you're too, like, friends. Yes. This yeah. Is very specific type of. I want to point out just for listeners too, really quick, like anyone who's thinking about a brand shoot, um, because actually the episode that I did last this past week was how to pick a brand photographer that's right for you. Mm -hmm. And 
Um, and you literally just named like two of my points, which was one kind of think about what you need. And I went into like how you need more than just a headshot. Yeah. Like you may not need a giant thing if you're just starting out or if you're pivoting, like you may not need like the whole shebang, but how people don't realize, like so many people are like, I think I just need like the one. And you said that you were like, I don't know, I kind of just needed the one. But then I was like, well, actually maybe I didn't need just the one. Yeah. 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 And then having that discovery call, like that's so big. Like I think you, you've got to have a shoot, like you just said, where you feel like we're friends, like we can laugh, like can be, you know, and the discovery call is key in that because you don't want to pay this money and invest this time and, you know, into your business if you're like, I don't like this person. Yeah. <laughs> or they're really stiff or I don't feel like I can be me around them, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I'm not going mean, to be for, yeah. I mean, and I'm not going to be for everyone too, you know, like you and I got yes, along. I feel great. Like a therapist. Like, yes. it has, it's like, you need to feel like you and you need to mm-hmm. feel that connection. And, you know, hopefully it can be with me, but if not, like sing your song and do it with someone else, you know? Totally. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> no. Um, and <clears throat> did you want me to talk about like what it then felt like to, to look at them? Yeah. Or you so, the, so you had like the waiting period. Did you feel, yeah. did you have anything in there or did you kind of forget about it? Did I you was, see your, yeah, go ahead. I was relieved that it was over. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Mostly because of the, like, you know, like, oh my God, I, not knowing what to expect and like, yeah. if I was going to be prepared with the right, you know, clothes or props or whatever it might be. Is the weather going to be okay? But yeah, um, I can be patient about waiting. Uh, and then when I got them, I was excited and nervous. You got your photos back. And the one thing I want to say before you kind of go into that is the way that I do it with my brand clients is I give you your proofs first. Mm-hmm. So they're unedited. Sometimes in there, I'll, there'll be like a couple that are edited just so you can kind of see what like the final yeah. image might look like. But in general, they're unedited. They may be a little bit dark, you know, yeah. a little bit like crooked, like not quite have like the polished look. Yeah. So you're kind of seeing the unpolished version and you're seeing like 300 of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen so many pictures. I, like, I knew you said there a lot, but you know, it's different to actually see so many. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So how was it? Yeah. I mean, I started looking through them and I kind of had in my, in my mind, which ones like, Oh, I want to make sure I have one of these for the website, you know, like that will be the, um, and I kept finding like, little things that I would critique, like, oh my gosh, why did I wear such billowing pants that like fold looks weird? Or why Mm. is my smile a little crooked? Or like, why is that, you know, just these, and then like, I would never do that to anyone else. Right. It's just. Yeah. Life. So interesting. Yeah. Not only would you not do it, you probably wouldn't notice it. Notice it at all. At all. Yeah. Um, and then I mean, I picked some, but I was like, oh my gosh, I wish I had done this. I wish I had done. Um, and there were some that I really liked, right? And there, some mm-hmm. of them I were like, I'm not going to use them for professional, I don't think, but who knows? But yeah. I just loved them. And it felt like, you know mm-hmm. what? I want these um, just to keep for myself or my family or, you yeah. know, and, and even Anthony. What did you husband. love about those? Um, like I told you, there's like, so one of them was, 
um, the like kind of Medusa like one where my hair is just kind of yes, laying down. Um, yeah. Yeah. And just like the peace and calm as well as like mm. my hair, which for me, I told, I told you like as a younger person, it kind of felt like this thing I didn't love about myself, but it is such mm-hmm. an important part of like my identity and a piece of what I love about like the way I look, you know? Yeah. And so yeah. it felt like this really like unique, special capturing of that. Um, I loved uh, your hair. I love your hair. It always, <laughs> it stuck out to me just with, cause you, it's all black, but you have this occasional, just like stark gray running through it, but yeah. not a lot. It's like such a cool and just the body and the waves. Yeah. I um, thought it was cool. <laughs> I was excited yeah, to take there's just a couple of other ones that felt like, um, I don't take a lot of pictures either of myself. So like mm. in the last number of years, there probably aren't, you know, I've tried to live this like when we're on vacation or whatever. It's like, let's live in the moment. But then I'm always like, damn, I wish we had pictures, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And like, it felt like this might sound a little morbid, but like, oh, these are pictures my kids can have of me too. You yeah. know, that they can keep. It's or- not, <laughs> it is the truth. It is the truth. It's not. It's morbid because we refer, because we're like, you know, when I'm dead and gone or when I'm old and a hot mess of wrinkles, right? Like, but that's an inevitability, you know? And I think so many people, I think so many people keep their, keep themselves out of their kids' histories. Yeah. And I think usually women or or mothers are the ones like capturing a lot of the, you know, you take photos and we're missing a lot of those. Yes. Um, so there was something about that that I was aware of, like even in the first, yeah. you know, viewing. Yeah. Good and special. And also like mom, like mom was beautiful. <laughs> you know, like I yeah. feel like you ever pull out like a picture of like your grandma and people are like, yeah. oh, she was beautiful. Yeah. And you're like, we should have that. Oh, yeah. grandma was beautiful. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you found those in your brand shoot too. Yeah, I try to kind of do that stuff. The ones I love the most were the ones you took at the end, in the first viewing, like where it was like Mm -hmm. me with my kids, right? Even though my youngest was doing like a tantrum and like there's just something about that. And I felt like my smiles in those like really felt like me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And. I let it sit because I was like, oh man, I don't know if there are enough that I can put on my website or that, you know, I mean, first enough I'm like, that you liked or not. Enough- yeah. Yeah. But I thought like I had like made the right choices or had the right expression. Okay. And uh-huh. then I let it sit. I went back and I found, cause I was like, oh, how am I ever going to pick, the- <laughs> you know, I could stop at 30. How am I going to pick 75 <laughs> or whatever? I think that was. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then I went through and I found more. And then, um, you know, I'd asked my husband, Anthony, like, real quick, just- how did you find more before we get to, before we get to bringing the husband in, what do you feel yeah. like shifted? I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I think all the criticalness had come out. So I just had room for something else. I don't know that I can regulate uh, it, you know? Yeah. I just had a cleaner or different eye. Um, yeah. And I was like, oh, wait. I like this one. And then, you know, there's some mm. that are very similar. And then I'm like, I don't know which one I like better. So I'm going to pick both, you know? Um, mm-hmm. and, and then it was like, even before Anthony, I'd gotten it up to that number, like 75, 77. Mm-hmm. Then Anthony comes in 
and he goes through them himself and then he goes through them with me and oh, also he was like by himself yeah going through them okay yeah. yeah and then we did it together i was like i really just need you like and he's like Juby, this is not this is not that hard there are a lot of great pictures and then the way he sat with me and he was like, you know what I love about this one? This is like when you laugh and we're all just hanging out. And like, I love the mm-hmm. sound of your laughter when you do that. Or um, like your eyes are smiling in this picture. Or you project this sense of like calm and centeredness, which is like how you make me feel. And like what I think your clients want to feel, you know, so it was like the storytelling and the emotion behind it that like let me then see them through a different eye i think Um, god i love that did you something else you want to say before i go on no i mean it was a really kind of you know special and aha moment where it was just like you know i wish i had just seen it through those eyes to begin with you know and like wow why can't we do that i'm glad i did and then it made me reapproach it from like what are the different kind of faces with feeling that I want to share with mm-hmm. the clients, the public, you know, whether it's calm, um, joy, um, lightness and peace, those kinds of things. And it's like, okay, if I can see it through those lens lenses. Then it became so much easier to kind of know yeah. not only to pick them and refine the choices, but then to know how I wanted to use them and where I wanted to use them. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Feeling. Yeah. Feelings based. Yeah. And I mean like, yeah, there's like two sides to this. One is kind of the more like, you know, masculine business side choices, which is like, how do I want my clients to feel and how do I want them to feel that I operate inside of my business. Right. And being a therapist, absolutely. You're like my joy and my calm and my centeredness. And I want them to see these things. And then, you know, to, from a business perspective, to make those choices strategically yeah, without like, well, my pants crease is not right in this one. And I'm afraid that they will think that I'm incompetent. So (laughs) even though I appear calm, this pants crease is saying, don't hire me. (laughs) Right? It's like, like when you put it into perspective, it's like, what? And it's funny because like, I kind of, I had this thing where I definitely would like pride myself on, on noticing the things that were distracting in a photo, right? Like if there's some big, like orange traffic cone behind you, I'm going to like move it. Or if there's something weird, I'm going to. And then I started, I kind of started to realize as I would like edit photos and stuff and I'd be like, you know, I didn't see this and I didn't see this. And I think this would bother the client. And I really realized like, I think I just look for essence. Mm. And if it's blocking someone seeing the essence, I notice it. Mm -hmm. But if it doesn't, if it doesn't detract from me seeing what I see in front of me, which is like calm, joy, beauty, yeah. like whatever comes out, then I don't see, I don't notice it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like yeah. a hair in the way or like, yeah. a, you know, it's, I'm just kind of, or like, or like, yeah. Or like a, a collar, like sometimes yeah. I or remember shooting like where like a collar's up. Yeah. Like one side of a collar was up and I shoot a whole thing and I'm like, oh, I loved it. And then they'll look in the mirror and they'll be like, did you know my collar was up the whole time? And I'm like, 
<laughs> I should have like practically speaking, I should have seen that. But you, but you were just lighting, like you were just so lit up that I didn't, I didn't see beyond what I was just getting from you, like on like a feelings, emotion level, you know, and just yeah. this, like this soul level. I just didn't see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, obviously I feel like photos like this show in many ways our best self. Like, you know, if I taken a picture of myself, that's not what it would look like. Right. Um, <laughs> well, you know, we had hair and makeup. Time, what I loved about the kind of photo shoot and the pictures were they also felt real without feeling too polished. Like you're not yeah. like erasing all the, I mean, I, I know you, you know, like that some of that, like the lighting can get changed, but I'm talking about, um, you know, some of my laugh lines, they're not smoothed out perfectly to, I wouldn't want that to be true because like this yeah. is who I am. This is who people are going to see. And that's yeah. what I want reflected. Not some like super gloss. Does that make sense? Like it is. A much, oh yeah. Very, like much more polished version of myself, but it's yeah. a really real version too. So I liked that balance. Yeah. Where, you know, not well, I think yeah, brand photography specifically, and depending on your business also, because some, you know, we've got some like spiritual healers that are just like, just, just me, like, it's just going to yeah. be me in the dirt, you know, um, or whatever it is. But I, but I think depending on the business, I always tell people like, when we pick outfits and stuff, or if someone wants to try to do their own brand photos on their phone, or they're not local, I'm like, okay, so, so pick one or two looks that's like, you, but professional, mm -hmm. right? Because it's really important that not that we trick anyone because like we want to stay authentic, but like if we only have our words and our photos, you know, like the copy we write, maybe a video, but not a lot of people do video and our photos for people to decide if they want to reach out to us, like mm -hmm. we have to come across like we want to do our best job to help potential clients see our gifts. Yeah. Like recognize that we have these gifts, right? And we, if we look like a slovenly mess, they're going to assume that we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. So there's a bit of a polish that has to happen just to be like, I need you to realize that I'm fucking good at what I do. Yeah. And if that means that I dress a little bit nicer and like have someone do like a natural hair and makeup vibe, like yeah, I'm going to do that because you don't know me. We haven't had a conversation before yeah. and I want you to have faith in me. You know, yeah. we're not running private jet. Like we're not lying to people. We're not like, you know, we're not like, you know, putting you in like a setting, you know, like a freaking green screen and putting grease in the background and making it look like you spent all your time on yeah. like a Grecian deck, you know, but it's just I like, I need, I just like, it's like, I need you to know that I'm good at what yeah. I do and how do, how do we, how do we do that? Yeah. And, and, and that I'm, and I mean, everyone I work with, like, I don't work with people who are like, I need you to smooth everything out. And I, I just like, look, I don't, I'm not going to, I'm not 
going to do that. Like, this is who you are. Especially if you meet with people on Zoom or in person, they're going to be like, yeah, wow, you just, yeah, you like tindered me. Yeah. (laughs) You catfished me. Like, that's ridiculous, you know? And I think at least so many of the people that I work with, right? Like, like you're not the only therapist I work with. I work with a lot of healers and a lot of modalities. And so much of that is about authenticity and, and anyone who's good at what they do has had to come across and work with their own shadow, their own flaws. And so when we show up with, and I'm not saying by the way, that wrinkles are flaws, I think no, no, bullshit, but like, but when we're, but when we're willing to come out and be like, look, like I'm polished, I'm good at what I do. And also I'm not afraid of the things that people might judge. Yeah. 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 You know, the interesting thing is like, while or as I was doing the brand photo shoot, I had also been rewriting and redoing my website, which is not out yet. I'll send it to you just so you can Ooh, see Ooh, I'm it. excited. I want to see it. it. You know, I am much more in this version, newer version of my website. It is not just like, here's my specialty. This is my training. Yeah. But it's also a lot more of who am I and what do I care about? Because yes. I mean, somehow I already get that type of client. Um, but it just allows like people to know, I mean, you know, as a therapist, it's it's not about me, but who I am is what I bring to the room. And like, people are also naturally curious about, you know, who is this person I'm spending so much time with and being so vulnerable with. And I care to know some pieces of her. Um, and like, it just feels different to, to claim that, you know? Yeah. more yeah and yeah a nice parallel to do the photos while also writing that together yeah if it, it feels like two pieces you know so so one is in your profession and any type of like you know healing profession or especially where you know coaching therapy it is like why should I trust you like who are you what do you stand for what do you believe in what's some of your story and you know you and I had our zoom session I and mean, I always started with tell me your, your story. And I don't mean, tell me about what you do. I mean, tell me like how you got here, (laughs) you know, what the choices were because, because I think people to connect to our stories is really important. And I think, you know, um, telling our stories is really important. Absolutely. And then I, I think the other piece is like, and, you know, we talked a little bit about, about lens of love, which is just, it's my sessions that are specifically for like, how do I make peace with my body and images of myself and that kind of thing? Um, and I think there's this this piece. So you had a piece that was kind of a practical, like I want to, I want my clients to see me and more of me and know a little bit about me um, and my story, and I want to share my story with them. And then also just for a personal thing, I think a lot of times when I when I work with people, it's like you're in a new phase of becoming. Yes. Right? Yeah. You're like birthing this thing. You're claiming more of who you are. You're uncovering more of who you are. And I think it's important just yeah. for you also to cap, you know, to have that. Yeah. It's a really like interesting inflection point. Cause even as you said, like the questions you ask around what is your story? What is it? It like makes you reflect on uh, what your story has been so far, 
where it is now and what direction you want it to go. And like, yeah. you know, like the integration of like, how does that all kind of tie together and how can you connect to um, the joy and excitement of this newer chapter? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've like side note, I put on Instagram yesterday, I was sharing about lens of love and I was like, I was like, maybe there's like a specific brand shoot that is about like the becoming, mm-hmm. like the piece of it that's just like whatever that looks like in more of like a free form yeah. way. I don't know. We were just, yeah. just want to throw it out there. No, I like the other, Yeah. The other piece. Okay. So to like jump back for just a few where, okay. So uh, I'm going back like, okay. I think, I think what I wanted to say, and it may come more clearly as we chat. Um, but I think the other piece about like, oh, the first things I saw were these critical things. And I think we're just so trained to see those things first. Yeah. You know, what might people notice? Um, oh, okay. Yeah. I knew when I talked, it would become more clear. So I have this, I have this theory a -hmm. little bit and, um, I shared it just briefly on Instagram. I have this theory that one of the things we do when we first see photos is we look at, we look at the things that distract us from seeing our soul, like seeing into our eyes. Yeah. I feel like our eyes really, really will tell us like, are you on the right path? Like, was this a true moment for you? Like anything from like, what, anything from like, was this a true moment for you? Or like, have you been ignoring something for decades? Like, I feel like it's in our eyes and I feel like it can be easier to nitpick our physical features and dream about changing them mm-hmm. than actually be like, what is the path my soul needs me to take? And then if we follow that, we will automatically begin to love photos of ourselves without physically changing ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because I'm trying to remember – you know, what is it that I was critiquing the most, you know, why did that come up? Yeah. Um, And I can't fully remember since it's been a while, but I just remember that feeling. And I think it was tied to two things. Like uh, that thing you described that a lot of people feel is like, wait, my image of myself looks a little different than what I like. Yeah. And I'm not fully sure how to describe that. And mm-hmm. two, it was more also about did my choices of like clothes or whatever reflect my essence, mm. right? Um, yes. And, yes. And, and I do think, I mean, I wore my own clothes. I didn't go out and buy things, you know? Yeah. Or, but I do think I was like a little anxious ahead of time. And I probably did some things that I wouldn't typically, you know, have like maybe put together or forgot to. But then that's like, okay, even with that, so what? That's life. Like, you know, um, that has nothing to do. Like, it's more of, did I do a good job representing myself? Then what are, you know, and like, will that be conveyed? Does that make sense? Well, I think it, 
Yes. Yeah. And I'm going to comment on that because I, I think, yeah. Okay. I think too, because so what, yeah. So what I just kind of said was like, you know, is our soul asking us to do stuff? And also there are times and lots of times where we are, we are following this soul path, right? Because I feel like you're like, I'm in the process of becoming, like yeah. I'm launching these new things. I'm speaking more about like social issues and, and cultural Ooh. things. Right. So in the process, mm-hmm. we're trying to figure out internally and externally what matches this new version of us, but we haven't become the new version yet. Yeah. Yeah. We're in the middle of it. And so I understood when you said that because literally like three weeks ago, I had my daughter, I paid her to like take some brand photos of me. I was like, look, Uh just do the angles I need. Like she was (laughs) totally over it, but she really wanted money to buy clothes. So, and, and even now after I've done like after I did Lens of Love and after I did this, um, I worked with like 16 women a couple of days before that at this really wild like solstice event. Like already, Druvy, I'm like, I don't like what I wore yeah. in like two of the setups because it doesn't feel like it matches this new like embodied experience of myself and who I'm becoming. Mm. So I think – I also think that it is like – you can have an experience of being in process. Yes. And And not quite figuring out. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, but it just made me think about my own vulnerability as I'm in this process of becoming, right? Yeah. The idea that if part of this for me is if I want to share more on a larger scale, which will include using social media, which is like, you know, I mean, everyone does it, but it's a brave new world for me. Um, yeah. And uh, so this idea of like, who am I? What am I projecting to the world? Like, I feel safer in words or like what I have to say mm-hmm. than like that again. Like, you know, what are people going to see when they see an image of me? I mean, there is also the thought of like, as I'm being more vulnerable, right? And putting myself out there. Is it like, you know, one, who am I to do it? Because there are so many people. So it brings up all that kind of stuff. Too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of like, I know the answer to that. Well, who are you not to? Right. Right. Who mm-hmm. And, but you know, this like tenderness, because so much of my work is like holding other people's vulnerability gently. Um, mm. But it, it's like not showing mine as much. And like, that is what this process of becoming is requiring of me. So it's just kind of yeah. those moments too, where you feel the slight discomfort and excitement, but discomfort mm-hmm. too. Yeah. 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 Cause it's like, yeah, it's scary. You know, I mean, it goes, you know, it goes straight back to that, like, what if I'm rejected, you know, and then we have that like reptilian part of our brain that's like, well, if you're rejected or eaten by a saber tooth tiger, you know, like, yeah. so, so how vulnerable can you be so that you're not ripped apart by giant teeth, Yeah, you know, obviously like that's not our main threat today, but no. there well, are plenty like- of, there are plenty of scary, scary threats that feel like if I show who I am. And I think for you, that's some of the social justice stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely a big piece of it. Like, yeah, 
you know, even early in my professional or educational career, I used to write about this stuff. And even some of the feedback I'd get professionally, which was like, because I, I, I wrote this paper that had like just blown up. I had written it in a very short amount of time, wasn't sure what was going to happen to it. And like the APA, like, you know, gave it an award and I got a lot of public feedback around people being like, right on, psychologists should be involved in social justice. And I also got a lot of critical feedback, like, mm. that's not our lane. Why are you putting yourself out there saying that? And then especially mm. in this day and age where I think, you know, it's just so important for people to do what they can and what they feel comfortable with. But yeah. it like, makes me revisit those times where it's like, oh, there could be a cost to doing that. But it's yeah. the cost I'm more, you know, I'm willing to take, but I want to yeah. do it thoughtfully. Um, and, you know, just, and some of it's not even fully fleshed out. There's the social justice stuff and then there are other things. And it's almost like I haven't let myself fully go there to like, what else do I mm. want to share? I know bits of yeah. it. Can I like create more space and time to, to like allow that to evolve? Yeah. And words and. It's so interesting because I feel like, I mean, I feel like this is just a big thing for most people. Like, how do I, how do I share who I really am and not get rejected? Yeah. You know, and it, and it, you know, and it's, you know, we all kind of know that like, well, find your people. Not everyone is going to like you, but it still feels, that still feels scary, especially, you know, and this may or may not be your situation, but for people listening, especially if like you're a part of a group where you're like, I'm pretty sure I'm just fitting in and I'm not belonging to borrow this like phrase from Brene Brown. Mm-hmm. Like I'm doing, you know, like I'm fitting in, I'm doing what they feel is acceptable. But if yeah. I really show my authentic self, like this could all crumble. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, you know, as you say, it like hits a note because yeah. I think I had a separate conversation with you in our discovery call about this, but like, um, I have usually been around people who are totally my tribe and who are totally, yeah. you know, whether professionally, personally, and uh, that's been harder since I moved here to like back to Tennessee yeah. and like part of like, and so it, there is a lot of uncertain, like, what does that mean? Cause it's like, it's missing an aliveness in me that I don't mm. want to not be present. And yeah. so that makes me want to, like show show up to that vulnerability um yeah Brene Brown and all that kind of like you know yes. of just like oh my gosh they're like even if like whatever my vision is now doesn't happen there's going to be some really meaningful growth and uh, you know like mm. that I'm going to experience and like you know that it, each small step, whether it's taking these photos and showing up for myself or investing in myself or rewriting my website or putting myself on social media gives me that opportunity to just understand myself more and what, what direction I care about going at this next phase of life. You know, it's like less bullshit, Mm -hmm. like more authenticity, as you said. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And just explore that. I like, okay. Like highlighted this. I'm reading Brene Brown, Atlas of the Heart. Have you read this? 
I have not. I actually just ordered it. It's been on my to-do oh. Okay. I've had it for a while now and I'm um I'm more than halfway through. And although it's gorgeous, I'm still underlining and like putting all my notes in it and things. Yeah. So this is about belonging because I feel like I feel like the main reason that we don't share our authentic selves is because we're worried we're going to lose belonging, right? Like you talked about that paper you read and, you know, we, I think we all do the same thing. There are so many great things, but then there were the bad things, you know, and it's like, and the bad things are the things that I'm going to make my decisions based off of, right? Like we, you know, we just do that a lot and then it becomes scary and it's like, and, and there's so much to just like the more we share our authentic selves, yes, like there may be people that give us feedback, but the more you're just going to attract the people who are like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I feel the same way. Hi, didn't know you were over here. Oh, hi. It's like, it's like shooting, you know, like flares up in the sky. And you're like, some people are going to be like, knock that shit off. And some people are going to be like, yeah. oh, I needed that flare, you know? So it's like, it's like letting go of a false sense of belonging or, or what mm-hmm. Brene Brown would talk more about fitting in and then like embracing vulnerability to try, try to find true belonging. And she writes this, because we can feel belonging only if we have the courage to share our most authentic selves with people. So that's the first half, but I'm going to read it again. Because we can feel belonging only if we have the courage to share our most authentic selves with people, our sense of belonging can never be greater than our level of self-acceptance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, that's so true. And I think like, you know, to kind of bring it back to photos, which sometimes can sound just so like, oh, photo, I don't know. but I, But like- I think to be a witness to our own journey, yeah, we can do that through photos. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think it really allows us to see where we are at different points. I'm sure you can look at photos from your 20s and just feel it. Yeah. Right? Like feel whatever was going on at that time. Yeah. You have like an acknowledgement of that point of the journey, whatever you probably learned at that time, you know? Yeah. And if we don't have that photo, it's like, I don't know. You know, it's just left to whatever our memory does to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, this is totally an aside, but it reminds me yeah. of week I was in New York city with my husband and it's the first time I've really spent more time there since we moved. So it's been about six years. Um, and it was such a beautiful trip, but one of the photos I did take was, um, after a lunch with two of my closest friends from being there for many years, they were like my brother's. And the photo yeah. is hard. Like I look very weird. My hair is, you know, but I, yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Because, like it will help me remember that lunch and how easy it was to just kind of sink in and the conversations related to that lunch. And it reminded me of a picture of the three of us um, in my early thirties on this rooftop because, you know, and wow. like, you know, it just kind of pieced together different parts of my story and friendship and times and events and um, things we were going through and who were we hanging out with, what mattered to us at 
what's the same what's changed yeah it was just like that essence mattered more than the like you know and you can see the boy on my face yeah like a hot sweaty mess you know (laughs) it's like a combo it's like a great photo like we can have a photo where we're like i look pretty yeah right but i feel like a great photo can what am i trying to say it can it can reflect back to us who we are in our truest nature, mm-hmm. you know, and acknowledge pieces of the journey. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's so key. And I love that you went up and you were like, because like you said, like, I'm sure it had this, it had it had a piece of your essence. It had this joy. Yeah. It had, it has sense of belonging in the photo, how you feel when you're with the right people. Right. And then you said it reminds you of a photo of before. So it also speaks to your journey and how far you've come together as, you know, a group and an individual. And I just think, I think photos are so key for things like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just interesting. And even, even in like our, our brand photos or whatever it is, like there's, you know, I look back at some of my earlier brand photos, like just me a couple years ago. And it's just like, oh, I didn't, there were so many things that I didn't have like an embodied experience of yeah. yet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I can, I can, I can see the part of me that like wants certain things, but still feels awkward or still trying to do more of like a fitting in versus belonging. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get to honor that and be like, yeah, I've come yeah. far. Well, yeah. You know, you just remind me, this sounds so random, but like the other thing it reminded me of after I had picked them and felt good and like, you know, um, finalized my selections, it also like made me think about like, oh, I wonder what the next set will look like. Like as I can, I mean, not that I plan to take them like next month or anything, yeah. like, right. That so it's the continuation of the story and what will, yeah, you know, that look like what will be different, um. Yeah. What will be the same? Yeah. No, I love that. I love that. I love that for like several reasons. One, I love that you went from being critical to being excited about another shoot. <laughs> like, A, just that there is like, yes. <laughs> and then two, it's just like, just that acknowledgement of just, it's all change and it's all just like following the path forward. And, you know, you're in that path of like, so am I, you know, just that like becoming and where can I really shine and where are my true gifts and where can I positively affect people in the yeah. world and society, you know? Yeah. And like next time we come around here, what am I, how am I going to be? Yeah. How am I going to show up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's another, yeah. I just, I don't know. It's like the more I talk about, photos and bodies and our soul and our journey and all this stuff. I'm like, you know, I, I really just, I really think photos are just a big piece of the process. Yeah. And I mean, just like a workshop, like, you know, what do we project yeah. these? Uh, <laughs> and like, I mean, it also speaks to the role you play and like, I mean, as a therapist, I'm thinking a lot of like parallel process. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. you're trying to create a comfortable environment where the person can be themselves. You're trying to, like, get at the heart of, 
you know, who they are, what they want, um, what, what their story is and what they want their story to be. Um, and like, there's a lot that I can't even imagine. Um, I'm lucky if I can take a picture that is not blurry, you know, but, you know. iPhone helps with that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's pretty good actually. You know, so what you have, like what your role is in helping people just kind of for as you know, for so many of us who are uncomfortable taking photos of ourselves, I don't mind using ourselves as instruments, but again, that physical representation can feel really kind of make us feel self-conscious that like, yeah, you do a really great job of like making it not about like, you know, sit with that smile for like five more seconds. It's not. Yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thanks. It just, it feels cool. Like to just take a sec, like, I've had a few people who've, I don't like talk to me outside of things or their acquaintances or whatever. And I'll get messages every once in a while. That's like, you'd be a really good therapist. And I'm like, I appreciate that. And also like, I have to be mad. I have to be creative. Yeah. And I did like, I, like, I went for my life coach certification in my like late twenties. Um, I've done like, I looked, I looked into like, oh, should I have like done a psychology degree because I'm fascinated just all the stuff that I read. But I was like, you know, and I talk about this a lot on my podcast. It's like, how do you combine all of your like unique gifts? And that's, that's kind of like lens of love and then more like aligned brand photography and stuff feels like, which is like, yeah, it's like you can, you can heal people in all kinds of ways and you help them yeah. see different things, you know? And if I can, if I can do that with kind of like my gift of photography plus my like insight into just the human condition and allowing people to be vulnerable, then I'm going to do that. Yeah. Cause I can't sit, I can't sit for an hour with people. I found that I always wanted to tell them what to do. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, granted this was like, you know, 20, uh, not tw- like 15 years ago. I've, I found myself just being like, honestly, you should probably just get a divorce. Like I didn't say that to anyone, but I'd just be like, look, I'm going to tell you how this is going to end. I've learned that people have to, have to find their own path. They do. And sometimes um, you need to hear the truth too. Right. Yeah. But um, no, yeah. But there are so many ways to like live those kind of gifts out loud. Right. Yeah. Yes. And therapy is massively like just, like for a, like a general therapy plug. Like I think everyone should be in therapy all the time. I really do. Like I think people should just always have someone to talk to for an hour a week. Yeah. I I mean, obviously I'm a big fan and I think like, you know, it is people come into it for many different reasons, but um, to create a space where you can be more still and like just kind of unpack some things piece them back together and then just kind of link them not only to like what is painful and hard, but also to the story you want to create around, like, what is it keeping you from? What would it look like if you put your strengths out loud, you know, Mm. or you value and how can you move towards that instead of just away from the fear or pain? Yes. Yes. Writing it down. Yeah. The one, we're kind of like getting up on, you know, the hour-ish, but I wanted to just say, 
one other thing it's it's kind of like a it's going to seem like a little bit of out of left field because we didn't like lead into it very cleanly but but since we're talking about photos and Mm -hmm. seeing ourselves in photos and our bodies and the way we judge things i feel like i'm i'm going to say something that kind of like came up for me in reading this one book and see if it just like sparks anything if you're like it doesn't then i'll just edit this out (laughs) (laughs) have you read um have you read or do you know the book your body is not an apology no, I saw you, Renee Taylor. Yeah, okay. So um, I read that and I think I had the biggest breakthroughs I've ever had around viewing my own body and other people's bodies. Yeah. And I, and just like, I think one of the biggest things that I got from it for me, even though it talks about so many different things, something really settled in that was just like, our body, right? Like your hair that you didn't mm-hmm. like for so long, right? And now have this relationship with and and your skin and our our arms and our waist and our legs and our feet and even like our brains and our minds, like it's literally our soul's tool. Yeah. Like if we just didn't, if we didn't have this body, we couldn't do our soul's purpose. Yeah. Right? Like we just, it, it is the thing, like it is the thing that lets us think through stuff um, you know, creatively innovate, uh, creatively problem solve, talk to people like our mouths, you know, for talking, our brains, for thinking, our arms, for hugging our legs to like walk us to places, our hands to like type, write things down, right? Like just get our message out. Like it's literally our tool. Yeah. And when that kind of like settled, it was just like, that to me kind of was like, this is what you got. Like mm-hmm. God handed you a toolbox. Yeah. Right. And you can shine your tools and you can like whatever, but like these are your tools. You can let them yeah. get rusty or you can like shine them, but like this is what you're working with. And that's what your neighbor is working with. And that's what the person across the street is working with. And that's what the person around the world is working with. And like, and it's not like better or worse. I mean, different tools might have like, I don't know, be viewed as like, oh, you got the shitty, you got the shitty tools, (laughs) right? But really we all have great tools. And if we could all realize that, you know, it's kind of like a utopian view of things. But, um, but I just feel like it's like, okay, if we just picture our body as like, this is my greatest tool top to bottom, then do we see it differently? Then do we treat it differently? Even Mm -hmm. like, you know, because I think even just like, health or working out or whatever is so just like, oh, it's just, I, I want to look better. Right. Or like, yeah. Top, top one is I want to look better. And then like, well, I just feel better. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, which is a really, cl- which is really close to like, I need my soul's tool in tip top shape. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that when we kind of connect it to a deeper sense of identity, right. Yeah. Um, as, uh, I want to be strong. I want to feel strong as opposed to, I want to lose this weight. Yes. You know, like that. Yeah. And, and, you know, it really, I mean, it, for me, it's so funny because like whether like body does cover so many things. So yes, as a, as a new immigrant for me, it was more embodied with like the skin color or the hair. Um, and, um, 
but like with so many of the other things like that people tend to struggle with at different ages, body image or like never had an issue with that primarily, I think, because my mom was really intentional and I saw a lot of people who were older than me in my peer group um, and the messaging my mom gave them and like, just like Mm. awareness of that. But but as you said, this is still like, that was something I had a complicated relationship with for yeah. a while. And like, now it's just like, oh my gosh, what a strength it is, you know? And yeah. like, it, like, I love that I have skin color because it's also reflective of my culture, heritage, my ability yeah. to connect to like things that matter to me. Um, yeah. And like, you know, it's always interesting then as a parent looking like as my kids kind of who are biracial, bicultural, you know, mm-hmm. like on their own, like to kind of like how it kind of helps you seesaw from your own past to their, what yeah. their experience must be like, but to like, you know, and as parents who try to be really positive about a lot of things, right? Like body positivity, like everyone's got mm-hmm. different strengths. We all have things that we do want to work on, but they shouldn't be things we beat ourselves up over. Right. Like, yeah. Um, it's still interesting when you see like even little kids critique certain things just because of what they hear or see at yeah. school. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I do, I do agree with you in that kind of, you, I, you know, wishing for that utopian vision of like, it's just different. Like, why do we need yeah. to always have like some vision of what some ideal is like? Yeah. Yes. It's been shoved down our throats forever. And then we just compare ourselves to the ideal. Yeah. 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 And I think that's one of the reasons we, we also first look at our flaws is like, what will other people see as not ideal? And how does that put me on the outs with them? Yeah. How does, you know, how does it make me feel like I don't belong? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And how will other people be like, oh, she's not X, Y, and Z, or she's too X, Y, and Z. Therefore, I don't trust her. I don't want to work with her. You know, we probably don't see eye to eye, whatever it is, you know, just because, just because we don't match up like whatever the ideal is instead of just like, well, I don't know, talk to people, (laughs) talk to them, listen to their story, get to know them. Yeah. We jumped a little bit from Viewing no. your own. <laughs> this is like this. I just love this whole time about just like just body, body image, what society says about our bodies, and then what we therefore say about other people's bodies, and then our intersection of like what our soul is asking and like our soul purpose. Like, I just kind of love all of the like, yeah, layers in that. Yes, there's so many layers. Um, well, I mean, we've gone. Slightly over an hour. Very proud of us. <laughs> Do you have anything else you want to add about anything that we talked about? No, I think it was fun to just kind of, I always love just never knowing where a conversation will go, even if we know like what the general topic yeah. is. Um, and I appreciate this opportunity um, to, to kind of share more and just have a conversation. Thank you for um Breaking your podcast cherry with me. (laughs) I've had several people who are like, I've never been on a podcast. And I think that's like, 
I just, I love that so much because I just see value in so many people's stories and experience. And I'm like, you don't need to have been on 50 podcasts or like be traveling the world as like a speaker on a stage with whatever to, to have something really valuable to say, you know? Yeah. So no, it was, it was, I have a lot of newbies. It felt easy and just natural to to have a conversation with you. Thank you so much. This was one, it was wonderful. I just loved hearing your process with the photos and then just kind of getting into, you know, a little more philosophical stuff about everything. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Druvy. I hope you enjoyed this episode between myself and Druvy Kakad. If you would like to check out more of what she has to offer, just use the links in the show notes. And if you are looking for a brand session or a sacred self-expression session, more details forthcoming, or perhaps an empowered self-expression session all about your essence and your brand, then just contact me on Instagram or my website. Links below. Create beautifully.